Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. And welcome to Rockstar Millennial Podcast. Today we have with us Alicia Calderon. Hi. Hi. Welcome. So <laughs> glad you. to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be part of this. So tell us, uh, tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Okay. I am a property manager at Broadview Communities. Uh, we are a community in East Peoria. And this is a mobile park community, so it's the first I've done. I've been in property management for eight years, done commercial, multifamily, and then this is a different project that I'm getting myself involved with. But it all comes down to be the same, pretty much. So what what attracted you to this? What drew you to this particular property management? Because you seem to have a purpose. Yes, yeah. the challenge. Okay. The challenge of it, the, it being a new thing for me, that, you know, I, I had a couple of job offers before I even moved to the area. And this was one thing that was different um, from all the others that I've been doing. So I, it, it, was a, it was a different challenge for me. And just, you know, it just felt, I felt it, mm-hmm. you know, because there's always so much stigma to a mobile home community and the type of people that may live there. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to shine a different light on what those communities can really be like and what they are. Mm -hmm. So that's what attracted me. And what a positive influence um, you can be. That's Mm -hmm. who you are. You just bring a light, (laughs) you know, into the room and everywhere you go. Thank you. And um, tell us a little bit about your your purpose there and how you're living your purpose in terms of um, the relationships, because it's really, you've said to me before, this is really a relationship business, Mm -hmm. getting to know these clients and their needs. And, and part of that is fulfilling your purpose. So tell us about that. Yes. um, In property management, anybody that is in the industry knows how involved you become in people's personal lives. You know, I'm dealing with them every day. I'm in some instances, I'm going into their homes almost every day, you know, so you are doing a daily impact. And so every day I have connections with my residents, you know, positive or negative ones. But at the end of the day, I try to walk away from them making each situation a positive one. I think that when you are in a business that you love and enjoy, um, such as I do with property management, you make the best of it and are able to help people. You know, I, if you don't like what you do, don't, you know, you're not going to be successful at it. And for me, it comes easy to want to help people and, and be that person that helps them see the positive in something, you know? And so for me, it's, you know, it's easy, but it's, um, it's a a job at the end of the day still. (laughs) But you have a gift for it. Thank you. And, um, we've talked before about your residents. Um, some are, um, 
in a place of of gratitude. Mm-hmm. They you know they're purchasing their first home mm-hmm. and maybe something they never thought they could mm-hmm. attain to own a home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a it's a positive step in their life. It's a growth step. Others are in some sort of a transition, maybe not as positive. Maybe they there's been a you know loss of a loved one or there's been a a divorce or there's been some sort of a health situation and they're sort of starting over and tell us about working in in each one of those situations yeah. yeah you have to be very emotionally in tune with the people that you come across because like you said you know not not everyone comes in for the same reason not not everyone is coming in for a positive um, change in their lives and I what I do with everyone that I come across in my industry is you know I try to read them try to sell them what I need to based on their needs because of what I've picked up emotionally that they need you know and you're not supposed to make it emotional but for me that works because I'm able to connect to them mm-hmm. right and so for someone that is you know it's an exciting time because they just purchased their home and this is a great you know we're our family's growing. Oh, it's fun. You know, it's, it's easy. You, you know, you just help them decorate when they come in there and it's all exciting and everything is fun and everything is great. Um, when someone comes in and you were picking up or sensing that it's, it has to do with a lost, um, that they're downgrading, you know, or, or to just being by themselves. I try to focus on the community outside of the home so that the resident can picture themselves, you know, being active, maybe going shopping, um, enjoying whatever outdoor space we have available at the community and not get them in a place where they're just going to be locked up in their home and maybe falling into depression or something like that. You know, you want to sell what's available outside so that they can picture their life after whatever that change was some people will be very open to give you that information up front you know they kind of want you to know and other people they're very uh, they'll hold on to it for a while till they trust you but that comes easy um with time time Mm -hmm. yeah so you um it's obvious that you you give a lot to these folks and in doing that you have to keep yourself sort of buoyed mm-hmm. to have that to give um, all day long, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right? And so, tell us how do you how do you manage the, the your work life and non work life, and how do you keep yourself uplifted so you can pour into others? Um, well, one of the things that I truly stand by is every morning. I like to give myself a couple of minutes before I even get up and start my day and just kind of thank myself, you know, thank myself for the day that I'm going to have for the day I had the day before and kind of just get myself focused on what needs to get done for me, you know, for what I need and um, make sure that I give myself priority at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day to kind of just recharge my batteries. No one can run on empty and no one can, you know, not give themselves back sometime during the day and and be successful and happy at what they do. I think it's so important to always just check in with yourself, you know, and I, that's what I do. I, I make sure I'm always thanking myself. I'm always treating myself that I'm always being my best um, 
you know, like my best motivator. Mm-hmm. And you just have to do that because no one else is going to do it. You know, you, you compliment me and that's an out, that's a outside of me, but you're not with me every day. And so I can't, you, we can't just rely on people outside of us to be complimenting us and thanking us for things. We can do that for ourselves. And I think every day when you do that, it just kind of builds a little, like, you know, just a little happy dance. Yeah. You just get a little happy and that happens to me. And I think for me that works. Mm -hmm. So that's how I keep myself kind of balanced and be able to pass that on to someone because if I'm happy with myself then I can show you that I'm you know how to be happy you know now one of the other things that that you do to keep yourself buoyed or energized is um you're a runner you're a marathon runner yes <laughs> it might not show right now <laughs> um but yes I've ran uh, I've completed two half marathons and uh did a lot of training for them when I did complete them and one of the things about running that it's it you know was very interesting to me I, I didn't really for the first half marathon I did I didn't really train as much as I should have but I focused so much on finishing and I did it right under the four hour mark. And But it was the most exciting thing I have ever experienced in my life. Like I was just so overjoyed, you know, because I, di- I wasn't physically um, in shape to just keep running like I did, but I put myself in a mental space to convince myself that I could do it, and I did. And the joy that came after that, and I always, I I love to say, like a two-time award-decorated runner, you know, because I have my two, I mean, if you add them up, it's a full marathon, you know? (laughs) So to me, that's, it's a big deal, but it's, it's those things that like, if you just believe in yourself, you do it, you know, you, you can, you can do it. I mean, when, that's why when I finished that marathon, I was so, so excited. And I just remember being so overjoyed, never feeling, I I can't remember another time where I ever felt that joy, mm-hmm. you know, that, that um, overwhelming joy and just this sense of accomplishment that you did it all on your own, like up here. That was pretty intense. And I think you share that with others as you help yeah. others to get mm-hmm. excited about marathons or, marathons or running or kind of the mm-hmm. couch to marathon mm-hmm. that yes I've done this you can do it and I yes, yes you encourage people and I think on a, a slightly different scale you're encouraging maybe some of your residents let's go out and take a walk mm-hmm. and um, kind of using that some of that positive energy yeah, it just that in them it, I love doing that I love sharing stuff like that and I you know to to a certain extent, I share certain things about me to mm-hmm. my residents to use myself as an example to show them that getting out of a dark place is possible, you know? And so for me, the running was a big deal because it just pushes every limit in you. So the, just being physical, being healthy, being just trying to do something positive for yourself, um, you know, it, it's an act of just... It, of wanting to do something better for yourself. You know, it's just an act of love, right. self-love. And it can be an act of love for others, too. An act of, yeah, yes. absolutely, which we all need. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell us, what's next? For me, yes. um, learning, just, I, I want to keep learning. I want to, you know, especially now that I'm in a new area here, mm-hmm. I think just getting to know more people, um, coming across more people that, you know, I can learn from and just, pass on a little bit of my light to, you know, I think for me, 
just being able to experience a whole new um, group of people, you mm -hmm. know, it's very exciting, you know, because I'm learning new things from them. So uh, for me, what's next is just continue to learn and to meet people that inspire me like yourself and, you know, just growing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what encouragement do you have for other millennials? I will encourage other millennials to not be hard on themselves, um, to be their best cheerleader and to, you know, make the best of every moment because moments pass. So enjoy them. Yeah. yeah, enjoy them. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the people that you meet and, you know, learn and, and grow. Learn and grow. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank oh, you for being welcome. with us thank today, you. Alicia. Thank you for having me. So glad to have you join us as a, a rock star millennial. Thank and you. What an inspiration you are to, Thanks. to many. Thank Thanks to our listeners. Uh, don't miss a podcast. Be sure and tune in. Go to rockstarmillennials.com. You can also hear us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And until next time, talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts. Submit a discussion topic or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Contact Us.